Five of your guys' top Instagram models are DMing me right now. Ten years in the penitentiary. And that was when I realized what a man needs. A challenge. I don't think anyone can really say that men are not a bit softer. You want to be in shape. Can you prove you can't eat those snacks, you fat little You're around two million a month now. You want money. Can you prove that you can get up every day and be valuable enough to earn it? Wild. I'm someone who needs a strong connection for my dick to even work <laughs> and i've only been with five women how did you get to that point though? dude teach me what you know about relationships i'm struggling i'm going through some shit women show their love by submitting men show their love by committing all right wes watson yeah welcome hell yeah so your story is obviously at least the headline is like 10 years in the penitentiary and that's in prison not in jail which Cali i think a lot of people get that wrong california state prison not some white collar crime federal martha stewart joint california state prison gangland that, that's the real shit gangland so for people who aren't aware jail is where you go if what like your girl calls the police on you and they take you there for the well, night Jail's like before prison so if you didn't do nothing crazy enough you go to jail sit there for you know first year or whatever and then um, when, if you did something crazy, we're doing a stretch of time, you go to state prison. Okay. And, and you you got locked up for a variety of reasons, right? Yeah, I did 10 years for robbery in the first uh, um, GBI with a firearm. So assault with great bodily injury with a firearm. A burglary in the first. Battery with serious bodily injury. And then they put a lot of enhancements like an accomplice present, an inhabited dwelling. Once it's an inhabited dwelling with a robbery, then it becomes a home invasion that's even a, ch a charge that carries a life sentence. Like, so, I mean, they stacked the charges on me. Uh, they knew I was, I, I'm a career criminal my whole life. I've never had a job. Never had a job, not for one second, for any fucking reason, my whole fucking life. I fucking sold drugs from 11 years old to 25 when I went to prison. And they knew it. And they were just like, you're fucking done. And we're stacking these on you. We're putting you the fuck away. Damn. So yeah, your perspective is different than yeah, anyone else I've talked to on the podcast for sure. So I'm curious to get in that. First, I want to talk a little, about a little current events. Have you seen what's going down with uh, Russell Brand? Oh, I saw I saw that. I saw it yesterday. I'm like, oh, fuck. He had like a, a sex allegation or something. Yeah, people, I think it's four women came out. This is 10 to 15 years after the fact. They're all anonymous. Uh, a media, two media outlets in the UK broke the story, but I guess the details are like the media outlets were contacting women from his past to try to try and get the story, and I, and the 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 confounding factor is recently is a very uber popular YouTube channel, maybe like five million subs, and he's talking. I think he's talking very level headed, but he's talking about some vaccine stuff with big farm. He's talking about the war in Ukraine. He's talking. He's poking, you know, not poking fun. He's, he's giving his honest opinion on a few different things. What are your thoughts when you see like a guy like that? I mean, he, he should just stick to personal development and like the spiritual stuff he was doing and all that. The second you get into the, all that bigger shit, mm. then you're not going to be able to put your agenda of bettering the person. I don't think we should ever try to better the whole world. Mm. I think we should always better individuals. And if we knock off each individual, we better each person one by one. That's how we change the world. We change the world one by one, one each person. So when you're talking globally, like you're going to fucking, hey, like we, this whole thing needs to stop. You're just going to get such a target on you. You're not going to be able to work on the individual, which they could change the world. I, I don't talk about that shit because I'm not stupid. And I understand that like, you're not going to move it like that. Like you'd be better off doing personal development content that's real deep, that is real emotional, meaningful, and getting a guy at the top to change, you know, like instead of fucking... 
what happens when you point fingers? They, they point back at you. What happens when you attack people? They attack you back. You can't really do that. You have to change people and get them to make drastic change. So I don't believe in that, but the whole thing behind like innocent till proven guilty pisses me the fuck off because nobody is. Look, he's already, his life's already being changed and he hasn't been proven guilty of anything. And the thing is in prison, like I went to trial for a case that fucking was so fucked that I shouldn't have lost. The victim told 16 different versions of the story to the jury. I went to trial in California. Nobody does that because mm. you don't win. Mm. And I swore I was going to win. DA told me, hey, we have a 98% conviction rate in California. I said, good, I'm the 2%, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. And she's like, whoa, this dude's fucking crazy. Like, he's going to risk his life with this. And then we go to trial, and um, the victim in my crime told 16 different versions of the same story to police. Well, isn't that beyond a reasonable doubt? My lawyer goes, makes him tell version one. He goes, what's up with version one? And the guy goes, that was a lie. Then he went through number two. Well, what's up with this version you told police? Well, that was a lie. When we got to number 16, he says, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, so you were going to convict Mr. Watson beyond a reasonable doubt that from this story, the 16th version after 15 lies, they still fucking convicted me. So you're, with your personal experience, like extrapolating even to a bigger case like this, you just, you just think that, Fuck that it's rigged. Like, dude, do not start destroying someone's life till they're proven guilty. Like, this is just hearsay. But the media doesn't play by those rules, huh? Fucking assholes. But you're, so you're, you're more of a fan of, like, it seems like, let's call it grassroots movement, maybe. Like, focus more on the individuals rather than calling out the system. But do you think it's anyone's job when they see really shady things going on with I'm these bigger not, I'm not going to do it. Okay. A lot of people I know do it. I babe, if that's what what I I talk about conscience congruency. Mm-hmm. I talk about like our our path. Mm-hmm. And like deep within you your conscience is is guiding you. And they they refer to the conscience as the authentic voice of God, of mm-hmm. creation, of the universe, whatever the source, whatever you want to call it. So whatever you're compelled, whatever you're drawn to, is that's your path. And if you really can discern from like how bitter you are towards a situation, or if your conscience is really calling you to make this your movement, well then you would only know that. I never tell people to listen to me. Like I, I just, I don't tell you to listen to me. I'm, I'm like, listen to your conscience. And that's what'll guide you. Like, I'm not here to tell anyone to do shit. I'm here to fucking give my account. And if that's what you side with, then we're rolling. Okay, that makes sense. So if, if someone's really drawn to that, they just feel like, they have to. yo, these injustices they or whatever, I can't, I can't wake up, I can't Get sleep it. with this. But you got to be willing to die for it. You put, you're putting a target and on your back. If you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound, <laughs> bro. It's just, you have to be fully in, all in, you know. If you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. You guys, that's the best old prison <laughs> saying, bro. Old ass prison saying. You're already here, motherfucker. You, yep. you got to give your life to us. All right, so now I'm curious. Similar but different because this whole... I know you call it the woke culture, right? You get, that kind of is a big Im- term that embodies a lot of things. I'm curious from your perspective, how much is like these cultural narratives over the last 10 to 15 years that, you know, men ain't shit, you know, yes, queen, you go, girl, you, you want to be a boss, babe, you want to make your money as a girl, you don't need to submit to men. How much has that impacted, you think, like, I would call it a bit of a decline of men. I don't think you can... I don't think anyone can really say that men are not a bit softer and weaker than, than they were before. How much yeah. do you think is like our responsibility and how much is what society's been doing? I just, I honestly cannot fucking fathom why people are going this route when 
you guys aren't going to like this. Nobody's going to like this. But I mean, women show their love by submitting. Men show their love by committing. A man commits to his woman and that's how he shows his love. She shows her love by submitting. That's not what's happening. They're fucking it all up. They're not understanding. I enter you, bitch. Mm. Like, what the fuck? They're gonna, they hate if I would say that word, bitch. I don't give a fuck. It's how I talk. It's not even a derogatory way. I believe in, I believe in uh, love between one partner and the person he's going to spend his life with. That's what I believe in. I would only be with one person at a time. I've been with five women since I got out of prison five and a half years ago. Trust me. Five of your guys' top Instagram models are DMing me right now. And I've only been with five women since ex exiting prison and making fucking two million plus a month. Most people, if they made that much, they'd be at fucking 11 or live dropping fucking stacks to just go fuck something. And that ain't who I am. I will never be that man. But I mean, in all reality, like I said, men show their love by committing, women by, by submitting. And if a woman won't submit to her man, there's going to be an issue. Okay, so what do you say to women who, who they just, I want my career. I, I, I'm already, I'm gonna, my phrasing like this is already kind of putting them down. But like, I want my cake, but I want to eat it too. Like, I want my career. I want to have this 50-50 relationship where me and my man are, I guess, equally involved in the money, but also like the child raising. Well, I, I can find a way for that to work. Okay. Because like, say my ex, she wanted to do theta healing and like online coaching type stuff. Okay. Well, that could totally work. <laughs> if we're both doing some online coaching like I do, where, you know, she make you know, two to 500 to a million a month. I make fucking 2 million, 3 million a month. I mean, we can have someone help us with some of the, the child care and the other stuff, mm. delegate some stuff. And she's just making content and doing a few calls a day. And I mean, the whole thing is, is like that can work. But I mean, it just matters how much time you're taking away from what we're all doing. I, I've found a way to really have my cake and eat it too because I do what the fuck I want all day. Yeah. And I help a lot of people and make a shitload. And I only really have four phone calls a day that are 30 minutes that I have to do. That's it. So four phone calls a day that are 30 minutes is what I'm scheduled to do. And the only things I do yep. is my calendar, my content and my sales. So I'm going to be on the fucking phone all day and you better fucking be okay with that. If you want to fly private, have multiple mansions, Rolls Royces and all the above yeah. and never sweat money again. I'm going to be on my fucking phone, but I mean, and I'm never going to sweat my chick if she was on her phone. And the thing is, is because this is my purpose. My purpose is to create the man I admire and give him to the world. I'm actually undoing what society did to these weaker men at a high fucking rate, a high level using the internet, which is the absolute best tool to do anything. I mean, social media is your resume to the world. So I'm making sure that I'm living life based on purpose, not pleasure, even though I could do anything the fuck I want. Okay. There's a few things you said there, but to, it seems like you, I guess with enough, let's say financial abundance, yeah, yeah. there can be a situation where the woman's still pursuing her career, but she's still submitting to the man. I want also. her to have a purpose. I yeah. want her to serve people too, because, but while also submitting to you, yeah, in like, yeah, in the, those are them. like the household decisions or, yeah, just to the family and with love in general, like not thinking the grass is greener on the other side, committing to one person above all. Like I, I'm not like, I can't even have sex with someone I'm not connected with. Most men wouldn't say this. Most men probably can. 
But I, I've, I'm someone who needs a strong connection for my dick to even fucking work. It won't even work if I don't really feel like I love the person. And I'm so proud of that. Where's that, where's that come from? Because I think it's God. I think he protects me from being a fucking male whore like I was before I went to prison. Because most guys, like you said, most guys with this level of, well, of just, clout and abundance, they there's so many options. You just told me this deep Instagram, Miami crazy girls yeah, yeah, in the DMs yeah. every day. But what you think it's just your belief in God? I just, I, I really just, you know, I believe in a bigger path that I have set. I believe by living a certain way, you become like an esteemed advocate of like a message that's greater. And if you believe in that message more, well, then it's going to start to change like your actual, you know, your actual body, your life, the way you think. And it, and if I'm not okay with something, well, then my body's not going to be okay with it. If If I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I don't know what people think. Like, yeah, I'm just going to fuck and like, I'm going to bust a nut. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? I live such a bigger life than busting a nut. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Like, and just like having sex with this chick, like, and then just being like fuck buddies or something. I don't believe in that. Someone's going to want someone more than the other and someone's going to get hurt. And the whole guidance system of me is what I release most completely I'll possess if I'm hurting people, I'm going to be hurt. If I'm giving people strength, I'm going to have strength. If I give people love, I'll feel loved. People who have wronged me, the only way I can feel good about life and them and move forward is to send them love. So whatever I release most completely, I, I will possess. And I know that. So even if I get angry, I'm like, oh, you're just, this is a cycle. You're just, you're, you're getting angry at someone and you're just making yourself more angry. You have to be more understanding. I really, I've, I've like manufactured an internal state and a thought process through these belief systems. I teach everyone on my YouTube and stuff that make me a very, very highly evolved person. Like my level of internal engineering is going on at every second. Where's that come from though? Because this, awareness. there's, there's like Aware, a deep awareness. awareness, but where's that deep yeah. awareness come from? Awareness most... is intelligence and, and awareness comes from universe. Like there's universal laws that guide us all. And if you are aware of these universal laws, then you'll actually guide your life differently. People play by the laws of man. They think they can get away with shit. Oh, if, if she didn't see it, then it didn't happen. I'm like, she knows, bro. Shut the fuck up. You're, you're eroding the relationship, you know? But, um, I mean, for me, basically, my life changed when I started living by universal laws over, like, laws of man, thinking I can hide shit. I don't try to hide nothing. Like, I, the way I live is the way I live. Yeah. And most men would not feel manly saying, I, my dick wouldn't even get hard if I was trying to just bone some chick. I don't feel right about it. I believe in karmic debt. I want love more than anything and a connection with someone more than anything. So if I'm putting karmic debt in the love department, what's going to happen? Well, I'm going to hurt her feelings. I'm going to hurt hers. I'm going to hurt hers. I'm going to hurt hers. Then I'm going to meet someone I love. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Then she's going to trash me. Cause I just hurt all these people. I got it coming. The karma, the karma was built up. Dude, karmic debt's real. Karma's real. It gives me the chills right now. And the thing is, regardless of if it's real or not, if you base your belief system that it is real, well, then it'll keep you in line. If it's if it's beliefs that you build up that you've even imagined exist just to keep you in line to make you a better man, how is there a downfall? There isn't. No, so you have a strong moral compass. Strong moral compass. Well said. And you and you just think that when you if you deviate from that somewhere down the line, whether it's get, internally from you, externally from another person, it's going to come back and fuck well, you. I, just, I want inner peace. I want a good life. I want, I want that just, I want that clarity. Mm -hmm. 
And if I'm doing wrong to people in this world, I won't have clarity. I'll know something's coming. Like, like anything you do wrong is basically equated as karmic debt. Like karmic debt is, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. Mm. There will always be 24 hours. But are they usable? Are they productive hours? That depends on how much karmic debt you owe. Say you were on the phone with your girl and you just totally came out of character. Like she started to argue with you and you just flew off the handle. Well, then you're going to pay in the amount of time that you owe for that event. So for like three hours, you won't even be able to do this podcast. You won't even be able to make content. Your workout will suck. Everything you do in business will suck. You won't be here present. You won't be present. The moment will be stolen from you because how you acted. That's the universe teaching you, look, motherfucker, you don't get 24 productive hours. Look how you just treated that person. And so three hours are just taken from you or seven or 10 years like me. Mm. I hurt that person so bad, 10 years was taken from me. But I mean, my whole point is, is like the reason I'm successful is because I have clarity. I have clarity because I don't, I don't sit there and stack up karmic debt. I don't stack up karmic debt because I have core beliefs that keep me from it. Yeah, and I think maybe to... Because I'm trying to translate it a little bit maybe to like the situation some of these guys are in. Because they're not running multi-million dollar businesses. Most of them aren't in well, prison the, well, the right now. The whole thing, what they, they have to start with is them. Well, so, well, well, as an example, I also think like because there's a lot of guys who struggle with porn addiction right now, right? This is like as an example. That would, I would imagine, add to the karmic debt. You jerk it. You watch some porn. Now you're feeling a little bit ashamed of it. And now oh, the next dude, day you're not operating at the so same that, level. That, that goes with our frequency. So there's high and low frequency. Mm-hmm. This is like basic. Like look up. Look up a uh, negative uh, frequency, you know, put, look up a uh, frequency chart, negative emotions or something. There'll be a chart. The top will be um, enlightenment. The bottom will be shame and guilt. Most people consistently operate from that, tw- that 20 frequency, like the level 20, okay. which is shame and guilt. I mean, love is like a 450, like in enlightenment's like a 700. And just even acceptance is like a 300 on this chart. So 20 is the bottom. 20 is the bottom. Shame guilt, and shame. guilt. Okay. Shame and guilt. Anger is like a fucking a 150. Okay. Shame and guilt are a 20. Yeah. Someone just jerked it watching some weird ass porn. You could read it on their face from like 20 feet away. You're like, this dude's a weird motherfucker. This dude's doing <laughs> weird ass shit. Yeah. Like I actually spoke to one of the most famous people on the planet one time. Yeah. And he told me that the universe was indifferent. I said, no, it fucking isn't. And we were sitting like this. Mm. One of, if someone named the top five famous people on the planet, we were sitting like this. Yep. And he said, the universe is indifferent. Tell me it's not. I said, well, then why the fuck do you look like that? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, you're carrying something with you that's not right, bro. I don't have that. Mm. Why do you? You're this person who everybody knows and who kills it and has no real problems. What are you doing to feel that way and send off this energy to me? And he's like, oh, shit. And then when he told me it was that, it was the porn. It was the porn. Yeah, yeah. And this is like, a guy at the top level. Top, 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 top. So he was still able to perform to some extent, but he probably wasn't, he didn't yeah, have. Well, he got into different characters. Uh-huh. But as him, motherfucker was conflicted. Motherfucker was sending off a vibe of, God damn, bro. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Like when you send off that vibe of your loving life, you're winning. Yeah, yeah. You're in that, that high frequency state of love. Yeah. That is only from self-investment. That is only from having thoughts of love, thoughts of giving. So my whole thing is an alignment system. When someone works with me, we start off with self-actualization, then self-transcendence. Self-actualization is me getting your thoughts, actions, and energy aligned with who you must be. Because everybody comes to me and says, how, Wes? 
how am I going to get to the money you're at? I'm like, no, 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 how, motherfucker, who? Not how, bitch, who? I'm going to create the person who can do anything, and it's because of your alignment. Your thoughts, actions, and energy are aligned. You're the best you. Now, I give you a very simple blueprint that the old you would fail on. Mm -hmm. The new you will be able to hit with flying colors. Now we're in the money. Okay. So now let's take it back to, to Wes growing up because oh, yes. now we got the high vibration West right here. We have a right lot here. of shit. We're packing in. We got high vibration West, two million a month here. Very strong moral compass. Yeah. So what was West like growing up? Mm. The exact opposite. It was very easy for me to change because I was the opposite. I was a womanizing, drug addict, piece of shit who only was out for his, his gain. But... And how did, how, how did you get to that mindset? Well, like, basically, I started smoking weed at, like, 10. Okay. And then uh, at, about, at about 10, I started smoking weed, and I went on a trip with my family, and uh, my parents gave me $100, and I, I said I lost it. I'm like, I lost it. They're like, you lost it right away. Yep, lost it. <laughs> I, was just, I was just not good. And when I got back, I bought a quarter ounce, and a quarter ounce back then was, like, 100 bucks. I'm like, I'm going to make 140 off this. I'm going to get seven grams, sell them for 20 bucks. And then I had 140 bucks and flipped it. And then I kept flipping it, kept flipping it, kept flipping it. And I was just so good with staying the course that I flipped it so, so many times over that I could buy a pound. Then I go buy like a you know half pound or a quarter pound. And then I buy pounds. And then I start getting fronted pounds. I start getting front of hundreds of pounds. And then it just snowballed to where I'm like, oh, I'm fucking Tony Montana. Motherfucker. How, how old are you at that point? I know at you that, started at 10. But. Yeah, like hundreds of pounds. Like when I was 16, I went and bought a, a like a $50,000 truck cash. Okay. Like at 16, I walked in and was like, what's up? I'm buying that shit. So from 10 to 16, you were going up, Hustling. climbing this, this ladder. Hustling. I had hundreds of thousands of dollars by the time I was 16. Cash. So you've always had that hustling, you fucking biggest hustling. Yeah. Nobody could fuck with me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was the best. I was the best at drug dealing. Then I went to prison. I said I'm gonna be the best at prison. Now I came out and we were doing this. Oh, we're doing this now. Gonna be the best at this. I just have zero doubt. I'm a realist and an eternal optimist. But I spend zero time thinking about how it's not gonna work. One hundred percent goes to yup. This is exactly how to work. I'm doing exactly what needs to be done. Let's do this shit. But I'm about by eighteen. I was making about. You know, I was getting like, you know, 250 pounds, 125, you know, 100 would go to this guy, 100, 125 would go to this guy. I'd make like 300 bucks off each pound. I would go through the pounds, take like, you know, the extra, like if they're growers pounds that are like 13 grams over, I'd just fucking take the extra out. So that's a lot of free money right when I get the work. And then, you know, 300 bucks on 100, 300 bucks on 100, and I'm making 60 grand a week, 80 grand a week. And this is 2005, 2004. And while you're doing this, though, you're not operating with this strong moral compass. No, no I'm going about. to the club drinking fucking Cristal and Dom P doing <laughs> huge-ass gaggers of blow and meth, bro. And I'm just like the worst, bro. So I, I, anyone who thinks they like we're like someone out here, they're like, oh, I did this. I'm like, you ain't done shit. Like, I was doing speed in prison, like... I was selling drugs in prison still. Like, I mean, I didn't learn till I almost lost my life in prison many times. And how did you, was you okay, you say when it came to the, the drug game, let's say, you're like, I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to yeah. execute 10 to 16, 10 to 18, clear progression. And then you get to prison. What, do you, what age is that? 25. 25. Okay. And is that first charge, is that uh, a drug charge? My, one of my first charges was a drug charge. I got pulled over in my Range Rover with like 20 pounds. And okay. then that, that put me on a, I signed a five-year joint suspension. Okay. So they let me out on like a work release program where I had to work every day at some park in Orange County. 
And I drive from downtown San Diego to this park and I drove in a Range Rover. They're like, oh, really inconspicuous. I'm like, fuck you, shut up. And then I would just, I would roll up every day and do the work for free for like, to be out on work release. I didn't make it. So I got another charge in between then. Mm. And then um, they violated my joint suspension with this new case. So I had no bail. But um, that's 25 now. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like 25 and I have this, I wasn't supposed to get in any trouble. That was what you signed a joint suspension. To get out into the world, I'll, I swear I'll never do it again. So you're not on house arrest. You're your freedom. Nah, you just have to have go work at a certain then. time. Yeah, they didn't have that back then. It was more like they would either keep you in county jail for your shit, or you would go to prison, or you would do like a work furlough. Okay. So a work program. Okay. So now prison. I've never been to prison. You know, thank God. But what what does that look like climbing to the top of of prison? Because I think we've all seen movies in prison, TV shows oh, in prison. Man. So I'm covered in gang ink, you know, like Dago is the car I ride with in prison, the white car. Like prison's segregated. Is that just all the white people? Prison's segregated by race. So on one side of the day room, there's Southsiders, there's Pisces, and there's whites. The whites are wood, the wood pile. Okay, Pisces is the Latinos? Pisces are the Mexicans from Mexico. Okay. Southsiders are the Mexicans from America, like the LA gangs, all these hoods. Okay, so they, they don't get along. Oh, no, we all get along on this side of the day room. Ah, okay. So, so fucking uh, the Southsiders, the Pisces, and the Whites, we have an a, a allegiance. You know? Okay. And then the Blacks, the Others, and the Northerners, they have an allegiance. The Others are the Asians and the Samoans and people like that. And the so, Northerners? So the Northerners are Northern Mexicans. They don't get along with Southern Mexicans. Ah, okay. And it splits like at the Bay. Okay. So the Bay Area above, they were red, Northern okay. Mexicans. Uh, Bay Area and below, and there still is some in the Bay, like blue. They wear blue Southsiders. Okay. So Southsiders and Northerners. Okay. Northern structure, Northern familia, and Southsiders, I may. So you got the white people, some of the Mexicans, and then the other side, you got some of the other Mexicans, the Asians, the others, and the yeah, Blacks. They, they roll with the Blacks, the Northerners. Okay. Uh, the Southerners roll with the Whites. We have okay. an allegiance. The Southerners are the biggest by far. Okay. Like, there's 10 white guys per building. Yeah. And there's fucking 90 Southsiders and like seven Pisces. So you have more numbers than the other side. You're allegiance. The, the other side is still like split like 100 people. Yeah. But it's more like, you know, 30 or 40 Northerners okay. and like 60 blacks and like 10 others. Okay. But whites are a very small portion. Now, the white side gets split up into cars, your city. So they have the IE car, the SD car. The fucking the the LA cars, which are split into different parts of and LA. The cars is like a gang. Cars are like your people, your okay. clique, your okay. gang, your county. You know, so Dago is like is the SD car. We don't put IE on us, so we spell it D A G O because there's an IE car. You wouldn't get IE tatted on you if you're not from IE. Okay, so you spell it Dago. Okay. It's all gang banging. Okay, okay. And then I have like 1904 tatted all over me, which is like SD, and that means like the number. Like Mexicans get 13 tatted on them because it's the M. Whites get a, a 23 tatted on them because it's a W. And if you get like 1904, that's an S19, and then four is a D. Okay, okay. So then it's then, just, it's gangland. Okay, it's gangland. You, you end up do, being like, <laughs> like how the Crips and the Bloods, I like, won't say B or C. Yeah. Like most people know that. Yeah. That's how it ends up being, even with white dudes and Mexicans and all this shit. Okay, so what actions do you take in a nutshell? To like climb the, I guess oh, the hierarchy. Right? A, that's the game. I'm a monster, bro. If I if I land in a fucking prison yard, what's gonna happen is everyone's gonna know I landed. It says WW Dago. That's Wes Watson from Dago. They're like, oh, that motherfucker's here. And this is after I'm years in the pen. Okay. But I roll with green dot numbers in a phone book. 
And Green Dot numbers are like $500 money packs, like okay. paid at 7-Eleven. But at first, how do you get to that point? Because oh, now while you're rolling now, oh, I get yeah. it. You got get, the cred get, now. Getting to that point was like small hustling and putting in work. So putting in work, like if, if some dope fiend of your own race needs to get his ass whooped, whoop his ass, something happens, you know, you're, you're down, you raise your hand. You're willing to put in like violent work for your race. So that's the first step. And then if you're someone who's in the number game, like you're, you actually are someone, a holder, a peddler of dope in prison, you're actually finding dope roots, you're getting, you're hitting, they call it hitting, like you're getting dope in, then now you're a player. Like if you have money in prison, you could automatically. Like if people are like, Wes, if you went to prison now, you'd be fucked. You stupid motherfuckers. If I went to prison now, I'd run everything because I have millions and millions liquid. You motherfuckers would sell out for 30 grand. Like a big homie that you would have to pay in a certain county that to like hit work in prison in that county, like say you're in Bakersfield, you're in Kern County, you'd have to pay the guy who lives on the street who's like letting you do it. Okay. Like a third. Okay. So so then like if I have this much money, I'd be like, hey, go toss a big homie like 500 grand. Like tell him to make sure I'm fucking loked out in here. Like have his chick meet this dude, bring in this dope, have him ship this shit in this way. Like I'm logistics expert. Okay, know? so money on the outside still works as money on the inside, and and climbing the the ladder on the inside is kind of like climbing the ladder on the outside. Yeah. Too. So you guys look at a piece of fucking heroin this big is a fifty paper. A piece of speed like a little bag of speed this big is a 50 paper you get a gram for like that it's like that big there's 11 50 papers per gram if you have any discipline in prison you can just buy a gram for like 90 bucks or 150 and you could break it all into 50 papers this big by the time like a month went by if you had any discipline you could have five grand 10 grand off selling drugs in prison. So it's hustle. It's not that much different than Fucking being hustling. outside of prison. And these guys are dope fiends. Yeah. So it sells all day. You're in a building. Okay. Like are, are the dope fiends, are they kind of at like the bottom feeders? They the people yeah, at the bottom? Yeah, well, I mean, but there's baller dope fiends. Okay. I, I've seen motherfucking one Armenian dude from a Hollywood gang, a Southside Hollywood gang, Armenian guy, trade a fucking Mercedes Benz for dope, you know? <laughs> Like he's like, oh, my S S sixty three. Like I'm gonna have him drop it off at Eddie Boy's house, yeah. and Eddie Boy's gonna sling that shit and bring and and I'm gonna pay my debt in here. Give me all this shit, you know. Okay, so what's the turning point for you? Because obviously at that point, point for you're me still was, vibrating lower frequencies. Yeah, my yeah? turning point for me was two times. One time I caught a A one Division one fifteen, which is in house murder. Uh, it's in house uh, attempted murder. Or battery on an inmate with an inmate manufactured weapon. So you beat the shit out of someone. Cut some guy's face all okay. crazy. So I fucking just, like, we were fucking talking shit. We went in the cell and I fucking, I just whacked him, you know. And yeah. I just fucking took his whole head off and his <laughs> ear was like flapping and he needed a lot of stitches. Yeah. But um, you, they're in prison, if someone talks shit to you, if, to, if, if you disrespect me in the day room, yeah. we have to go fight. And like the hierarchy of who you are is like, no, nah, I ain't gonna fight you. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay. And like I was like gonna be the best at prison, so I got my piece. Yep. And I'm like, let's go in the fucking cell, bitch. Get the fuck in the fucking cell, bitch. And even the cop was like, like already like knowing this shit. And I'm like, I'm like, open the fucking door. One, you know, open 163, motherfucker. And I pushed the kid in the cell, and he like puts his hands up like we're gonna fight. I'm like, dude, and I just ended up whacking him, you know. Yeah. And then there's blood everywhere, and we're yeah. slipping. So a little knife or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tomahawk, okay. like a fucking uh, like a toothbrush with like fucking razor blades in it. Okay, okay. And that's how someone cut my eye too before. Yeah. But the thing is, so we go in the cell, and I and I, you know, shit happens. There's blood everywhere, and now we're just slipping, like hitting our heads, like fucking. We're just falling everywhere. They come in, shoot us with the, the O2 spray and the pepper balls and yeah. shit. 
And that shit is like orange and it just stings like a motherfucker and it fucks you up. You can't breathe, you start choking. But now we're just fucked, you know? And so I go to the, sh I go to what is called the BMU, the behavior modification unit. And I'm there for like a month and a half, two months. No fuck, they won't turn the light off. There's no fucking, there's just a bed in the floor. You just, you're by yourself, no one talks to you and you're there for like two months. And then that was before I went to the shoe for 14 months. So I went to shoe for 14 months. So those shoe are the two times. Yeah, shoe is a segregated housing unit. But I went from the BMU to the shoe. Now the next time that I really changed my life. But what happened that first time? Oh, it started. So I did a 14 month shoe term. Yeah. So I did a 14 month shoe term for the A1. They didn't pick it up and give me a life sentence, which they were gonna, because they showed the pictures. They're like, you're fucked. You're getting a life sentence. And I'm like, God damn. I'm like, fuck. I'm like writing my one of my homegirls on the street, like just in tears. Like, my life's over. Like, I'm done. Like, I should, why did I do that? Why am I still so fucking angry all the time? And like, this is, you guys, I'm like the worst for me to turn my fucking life around. You guys have no fucking excuse. Like, I battle demons. I have the best life and I still wake up very negative. And I use my daily process to elevate to a high frequency state and really have love and gratitude. And I'm always fighting, which I call our gift. Like your anger, your rage, the negative parts of you, that's your gift. If you learn how to mitigate that, mm -hmm. then that's how you raise to like your highest version of self. Most people aren't outwardly violent or negative. They're inwardly. So they're just like beating themselves up all day. So it's one or the other. There's people who are outwardly like that and they're inwardly. You know, most people are just inwardly focused and fuck with themselves. Like I'm nothing. I suck. Fucking poor negative, you know, self-talk. Yep. But then there's people who are outwardly like that. And those are the people who like you probably acted out to get attention due to like the hell of fuck them raised but um so i'm in the shoe for 14 months and you're starting it seems like one of the first times to realize you're starting to think like i, I messed up this yeah. is the wrong path the first this is the first time you're having these type of thoughts yeah yeah well no i, I always did the whole time in mm -hmm. prison but once you were getting high getting power again so you start get you start like smoking some weed you know you get some power again getting some money then your ego's on blast and you're like i'm the fucking man in here you're not able to fucking really correctly analyze your life when you're on that roller coaster high of like, like, cause as a rule, adversity reveals genius and prosperity hides it. So I'm prospering again, even though I'm in prison, I'm winning in prison. I'm like, yeah, I'm a man again. I got all this money. Fuck you guys. Like you fucking listen to me. You so know? you're not thinking about changing internally no, at no, that Cause point. prosperity hides genius. Adversity reveals it. So now that I'm even out and I make a lot of money, my whole day is based on self-inflicted adversity to reveal that genius, you know? If I just sat here and went on yachts and ate a poppy stick and fucked these bitches and drove my Lambos, and that was my main focus, there'd be so much pleasure and prosperity in my life, I would be a dumb motherfucker like these people. Mm -hmm. But instead, I wake up at 2.45. I don't want to, but I do. Then I go into like a burpee session that breaks breaks my soul, you know? To where I'm fucking just, I'm paying dues. I'm paying homage. I'm on offering. How many burpees or how long? I'll do like at least like 200 real quick or sometimes like 500. And this is how you get to that higher frequency. Yeah, this is how I owe. You know, this is what I'm, this is me being sacrificial of that normal person that I am. That angry, vicious, violent, negative. I wake up with more money than anyone should have. With the best life ever and I'm still so fucking pissed off. And I can only say that that's a gift. Because now I'm able, that puts me, that makes me know, hey, you got to chip away at that negativity with these positive acts. So every day I know I have to go into this system of building myself positive. And these fucking cupcake 
motherfuckers that are like, whoa, that's a shitty life that you feel negative. It's like, who's where? You know, where are you at? Where am I at? You're saying it's, yeah. the negative thoughts are unavoidable, right? So I think we, they're, they're everyone either, has They're either head. internalized or externalized. Okay. You're either beating up on yourself or you're someone who's just an asshole. And you're trying to, and if you you're, you're trying to feel important by like putting other people down yeah, or trying yeah, to yeah, talk yeah, and yeah. shit. So if you meet three assholes a day, you're the asshole. <laughs> but um, the whole point is, is like, like you watch people and I'm like, yeah, you think like you're not a negative person. I'm like, I can read your thoughts. Shut the fuck up. Like, oh, I, that must suck to be that negative. I'm like, I can read your thoughts. You're extremely negative. Why are you not progressing in life? Why are you still there? You're crushing yourself all day. Like, I, I know from your daily habits how you think. We're all aligned with the same, we all want the same outcome. If your daily habits are misaligned from what a human wants, your feet, you have negative self-talk. And the more... The more out of alignment you are, the more negative it is. Mm. You can't tell me when you're doing coke on your boat and you're killing it and you're fucking these bitches and you're drinking and you're dead. You can't tell me that that's what you want. Nobody wants that. That's what you think everybody wants to do. You're, you're able to lose yourself in the moment because you're so fucking high. But when you come down, you're like, oh, I have nothing real. Nobody's here. Like, I want real love. I want to be respected. I just trashed myself for two days and other people. That's not respectable. That's not love. And so you're, you're fully misaligned with how you want to feel internally. Okay. How did you get to that point? Was, I, I know, I know. You got to that point so, by. Because you're in the, you're in this, uh, you got to that point from yeah. failures. Okay. So I failed so many times. But and like, I was, how does the, the full, it was one the phone call. There was, there, was, there was one phone call that worked. So I fished the phone over. So you have to like make a like a toothpaste cap. Like you cut the back off a toothpaste. You make it like flat enough and hard enough to where it'll slide. And then you take your boxers out and you want you pull all the string out of the boxers and you wind it up and you make like a long string from like here to the door. And then you you slide it out front of your cell. Your neighbor slides it out front of his cell and he pulls your line into his cell and he pulls my line in and it's uh um it's just full guilty from El Monte Flores and he, like he has a phone, you know, and we're in the back and I, and I pull the phone over. I get on the phone, the cell phone in the shoe. And I'm like, I'm like, mom, I fucked up. I think I got a life sentence. You know, I fucking did some fucked up shit. I hurt somebody again. And she told me she's like, fucking like, she was like, uh, you've proven you can hurt people. Like, what the fuck? Can you prove you can't? And that was when I realized what a man needs a challenge. Like, I needed a challenge. Can you prove you can't, you pussy? So right then, my whole mind flipped. I'm like, you want to be in shape. Can you prove you can't eat those snacks, you fat little fucking bitch? You want money. Can you prove that you can get up every day and be valuable enough to earn it? Like, everything became a challenge. Instead of challenging myself to, like, how I could use the system and how I could just get what I want, I made everything a challenge of, who I needed to become. So that's why I say it's not how, it's who. So I made someone who took everything in life that he wanted as a personal challenge. Like, oh, if that guy can do it, I can do it type shit. If one person can do it in this world, I could do it. And then I started seeing, we started getting his smartphones. And I saw Rich Piana and I'm like, oh, I love that. He was jacked, he was tatted, he was speaking some positive shit. I'm like, I want, I'm doing that. And I put up my first Instagram post in prison in 2014, it's still up. It was in black and white. Do you have a phone at that point in prison? Yeah, I have many phones. At, okay. that, at that time, I have like 11 phones. This is after I get out of the shoe and they send me to a new joint. Okay, okay. So I'm out of the shoe by now. But um, And then I start posting on Instagram in black and white. 
and I, and I knew I was going to post in color the day I got out. So I posted in black and white for like four years in Instagram. Videos, posts, everything, they're still up. And then did, the did day I got out, I posted that point? in color. I had like 10,000 by the time I got out of prison. Okay, and the prison... Like the the COs, they, they don't really care that. Oh no, they care. They okay. were they'd be like, take your fucking Instagram down. You're not going home. I said, I am home, bitch. The fuck you mean? <laughs> what makes you think I want to go home? I've been here ten. At that point, I've been there like eight years. Yeah, okay. I'm like, I've been here eight years. The fuck makes you think I want to go home and fuck yourself? So they I'm couldn't like, enforce it. No, they would try to. They would yeah. write people up. They would show that someone logged in yeah. from like the vicinity and write you up. But it's only a ninety day write up. Okay. So you get ninety more days. I'm okay. like, give me fucking nine hundred more days. I'm not taking it down. And like the motherfucker, they'd be like, fuck you, this guy. He, when you don't care, they don't pursue you as much. If you're like, please, like, oh, like if you're one of those guys. Well, that's kind of like the external negativity maybe that the COs have, right? Because yeah. they're, they're getting a little rise over feeling maybe the power over yeah, some of the Yeah, just make, make, holding you down. And, uh, but the thing is, I didn't care, so they didn't want to fuck with me. They're like, he don't even give a fuck. <laughs> it's we're not, not worth our time. We're not doing anything to this guy. Like, he wants to be here. The day I left, they called me to roll my shit up. I just kept eating my oatmeal. Yeah. And they're like, Watson, you get to go home. Roll it up. I said, I'm eating my fucking oatmeal. Chill, <laughs> dog. And they're like, do you not want to go home? I said, I'm like, bro, I don't move on this clock you're talking about. Watch. And then as I left, well, the, basically when I, I post in black and white, go to my page, Watson underscore fit on Instagram. Post in black and white. The day I got out, put up a color pick. And I told everyone, I'm home. Watch what I can do. And I mean, I was a millionaire in the first year, making eight figures in the first 24 months. And it was all from the person I created, you know. And was it already at that point when you started the Instagram, was the goal already to like to help other men? Because it's just, yeah, the goal was just to share my story. I was already I was already doing transformations in prison. Like, so when, I, did, when did that start? Because obviously we went yeah, from what would seem like a more selfish guy who was just trying to, oh, yeah, to like yeah. level up. When did it turn a little more selfless? That's what I call like self-actualization is when you're making the best you. And I, I got into a phase of self-actualization to where I, I was like so optimized. I had the craziest program in prison. That's what people validate you in prison for, your program, how you operate. I was ripped at this point. I was tracking all my macros daily in the journal. Like I was doing everything perfect and it felt so good. How can you track macros on, because you're not, you don't have like nutrition facts well, in prison meals, right? I would get like, I ordered a book. Ah, okay. They would have like an institutional guide to like certain meats and all sorts. Okay, shit. so I had like four ounces of this meat. Yeah, this roughly it was all. It calories. was kind of guesstimating. Okay, but still. For how you normally eat in prison or on the street, even if you guesstimated close and kept your fat low, your carbs adequate, and your protein high, you're going to be jacked. Yeah, and even outside of prison, you can do the same thing. But same thing. Side yeah. side note. So so then I, I track my macros. I'm tracking my workouts. I'm doing five workouts a day. I'm doing forearms every day, calves every day, abs every day. I'm doing multiple burpee sessions and I'm doing my main like bodybuilding routine. Forearms every day. Yeah, everything every day, yeah. How come so much forearms? Because I just, I had to just I mean, you stay, got huge forearms. I had to be stay wrong. focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had to stay focused. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, I'm going to do calves, abs, and forearms every day because I read somewhere you could do those body parts every day. Mm. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I did yeah. arms every day for years. Yeah. Like I did feeder routines from like Rich Piana and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I tried everything, yeah. you know. So over a 10-year period, I tried every workout thing. Okay, so you felt like you had a good control over yourself. Yeah, self-actualization. I was, I was, yeah, I was just self-actualization. I was so optimized that I just naturally had looked around and saw the guys around me, murderers, drug dealers, fucking worse, you know, robbers, worse people. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, get the fuck over here. Like, I'm going to help you. And I would keep them in line, my people. 
and I'll keep them off drugs because that's what kept us all getting out of prison. If not, if your guy goes borrow some dope from the homies. But why was it important for you to get your guys out of prison too? Just because you're not getting out if they don't. So if they start a problem, you have to jump with them. Okay. So I had to keep everyone around me as good as possible because now I, now I felt good about myself. Yep. Now I wanted to get out. Okay. Now I'm like, dude, I'm going to win when I get out. I'm a different person. I'm like, I got to get out. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this shithole if these dudes keep causing these problems? Well, I have to work on them one-on-one. And that goes back to like the same thing we were talking about about the world and working on people one-on-one. As a whole, prison's fucked up. But I could attack each person one-on-one and make that whole building better, that whole prison block better, and I did. But did that, I, it started not from, well, kind of for selfish intentions, right? Because I'm not going to get out if I don't change these oh, guys. No, no, but yeah. at one point, did it change that you started yeah. getting satisfaction? Because obviously, you get out, you don't have to help but guys now that you're out. Yeah, well, my whole thing is, like, I don't, like, people are like, you get to do what you love for a living. I'm like, what makes you think I love doing all this? I don't like any of it. I would love to just lay there and fucking chill and do what I want to do. I would love to do that. I'm like, this is a need. So I started to understand humans' needs, you know. Humans need to help others. Humans need connection. I have everything. If I just did everything I want to do all day, I mean, like, perpetual pleasure chase would turn the most pleasurable things non-existent. Like, it just continually would grow to where... I would have to, it, there would be no end to it. There's no end to that perpetual pleasure chase. The greatest pleasures will cease to please if you don't mitigate them with servitude. So like I serve most my day and I have about 30%, 20% of pleasure a day for me. And then the rest- What, what are your pleasures? Uh, just driving my cars, fucking eating, fucking workout, mm. just that stuff. Okay. You know, maybe buy something, but stupid shit normal people do. I'm not mm. really normal. I try to act like I'm normal, <laughs> but I'm not. I have like- I have to like believe like, oh, if I do these normal people things, like I'll feel normal. I really don't like anything. Yeah. I'm like stoic. I have no feelings towards anything. I have a purpose and I just do it. Okay. So, but the whole point is, is my purpose gives me a lot of pleasure because like people come up to me, they give me the notoriety I want. Mm -hmm. Like if you understand perfectionism, like a perfectionist craves love and attention. I'm a perfectionist to the core. Like my Richard Mill matches my SVJ, you know. I noticed that when like, you pulled up. If you up, come yeah. to my house, there's not even like a piece of lint on anything. Like I'm like, excuse me, why is that window got a smudge on it? Yep. Get the fucking people down here. <laughs> fucking window. Fucking right. Like why is the bathrobe thing moved? Like my house is immaculate. Yeah. You know? My cars are immaculate. I have different color interiors than everybody on the best cars. I didn't just buy Rolls Royces. Mine are better than yours. You know? yeah. Like everything I do is better than what you do. I have to be a perfectionist. It's not about anything other than I need your love and attention. Yeah. Like I need it. And it'll give a fuck where it comes from, but I use it as a good tool. Like if I need your love and attention and I'm no longer a negative person, well now I'm lethal because I'm gonna get your love and attention in a positive way. I'm gonna do so much for you with my time to be some so valuable to you that I'm a very valuable asset to a lot of people's lives because I need your attention. I don't need your money. I need your motherfucking attention. But I'm going to bring you so much value that you're going to give me your money because you're like, I need more of what you gave me. I'm like, I need more of what you gave me. So now it's like a symbiotic relationship. It's a true, like, powerful thing. You know? Okay. So part of helping other guys is just being self-aware enough to, like, I also know that I'm getting satisfaction. Oh, yeah, Obviously, yeah, I'm yeah. helping them, yeah. but it's... 
you've also framed it in a way. I, I guess, get everything right? I need. I get inbound yeah. leads to my by giving what I give to the world. I get inbound leads in every form, like the hottest women. I mean, the fucking the best fucking of everything at the best prices. I get fucking love and admiration from people. I feel low too sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, why the fuck am I even doing this? And then someone, and then right at that time, someone comes along. They're like, dude, I don't think you understand. You changed my life, and I see the old me in them, and I'm like, thank you, you know. But I mean, it's not all the time where you're just basking and oh, I fucking help people. Look, this is what the craziest thing is: you fucking assholes out there that say you want to fucking help people. You guys are fucking assholes because you wouldn't be broke. If you really wanted to help people, you would do what I did. You would just help people. And then you would help people so often in such a high level that you would fucking get paid for it. Like, people who really want to help people are not broke. People who are selfish are broke. If you really want to help people, you just start a YouTube channel helping people and you make money off it. You just start training people for free like I did in prison. And then all of a sudden there's such a love for it, you're not not going to do it. You guys will only show up, the nine to five people, okay, you're guaranteeing me this pay, then I'll show up and help you. The people like us, mm. how are we? I'm gonna help you first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give all of what I am to you and the world, and I'm guaranteed not $1. They see my life, they're like, must be easy. I'm not guaranteed $1 today. Mm -hmm. But so far today, I've made 56,000, and it's what, 10 a.m.? Yep. I've already made 56 grand. I've never had it framed that way. But yeah, no, when I started the YouTube Nobody channel, has. I never had... You did that, though. But I, I didn't have these grandiose visions of, of a bunch of different houses, different cars. But you were just like, I'm going to share what worked for me. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to share what worked for me. I, there's some satisfaction. I, I mean, I enjoy like the videography, too, I think. So this, that's also some satisfaction yeah, with yeah, that, yeah. that comes without the money. But I wanted to... Uh, the people, help guys get past the pain and yeah. like the, the loneliness and you the confusion helping. that You're I just have. Like, I'm gonna, I'm the confusion, the pain, the loneliness I have, I'm yeah. gonna help people with. Yeah. And they were so grateful because you're addressing a true need. And they're like, fuck, thank you, bro. And that, that's what every I realized over time that everybody that's successful, they help first, they give all to this path, mm -hmm. and then they get paid. And that's what you guys are doing wrong. Help first. I helped first. Dude, I didn't make a cent for, like, from 2014 to 2018. Like, I didn't make a cent putting posts up every day that were valuable. It just, I got a message from someone when I was in prison. They're like, bro, thank you. I love you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Yep. Like, it was really like I needed them. I was in prison. Yep. Like, my own family never visited me. My followers are my family. You guys are my family. I don't have family. They didn't visit me. They don't help me. They don't take care of me. They, I don't know what they even want from me. I mean, I, I, my followers never wanted shit. Yep. We were all on the same path. Yep. Yeah, no, I think if, if for people getting the influencer path, work not for like the first 10,000 a month, maybe work for the first three to five comments of video or a post. Oh, my God. I will do it for free for the attention. If for some reason Wes Watson can't make money on the internet no more, you swear he won't be on the internet? Oh my God, he's on the internet. Yeah. He'll be on the internet. Like, dude, you see my new bicep thing? <laughs> Let's get it. I want you to get jacked. And that's the thing. Like, you'd still it, be doing it even if, if everything lops tomorrow. Oh man, if your friends don't want you to be better shape, make more money, if they say anything negative towards your progression, get different fucking friends. Mm. Like, literally, like, train, be like, what the fuck? You don't want me to be better? I want to see everybody win. Like, mm. I share all my clients' wins on my page all day. I'm so fucking proud of them. Like, 
the thing is, I never doubted that I would be where I'm at, mm -hmm. but I never cared either. Yeah. I'll lose it all tomorrow and still post. If I lost everything, I ended up homeless. I would post from that bench down there in front of Bruegel's Bagels or whatever the yeah. fuck, and I would have like my protein shake, and I'd be like, you guys, I'm going to go fucking hit this workout. And, and I, they, I would just show them that the habits that I show are what elevate me more than anything. Okay. So I want to get into relationships a bit to, to change the gears. But really quick to recap um, for guys, some like actionable steps, wherever they are to get to, to a better place. Self-actualization, make the best of them and then teach others what they did. So spiritually, financially, mentally, physically, these are the greatest skill sets. You have pain in your life. If the pain is from being overweight, get in great shape. Teach people how to do it. If the pain is from being broke, make money. Teach them how to do it. If the pain is from fucking you, you're massive, you, you know, you have massive negative self-talk, you like consistently, then learn the psychology behind how to change that and like engineer a new internal state where you feel peace, where you feel contentment. People are so weird. The greatest thing we could ever have is internal peace and like pure contentment inside that we're okay. We love our life. We feel good about who we are. We're calm inside. We feel good. Why do they think that's inherently gifted? Why do they not think they have to earn that daily? And why? That should be the goal. That's the goal. And so someone like me who has no peace and is a psycho, like if that guy figured out how to do it, then you should probably listen to the guy who's the worst who figured out how to find peace. And if you're normal and you're just bashing yourself a little bit, I have the answer for you. Okay. All right. Relationships. So yeah. relationships are, are fucking difficult. Yeah. Well, you have a very interesting perspective, right? Because of your, your life experience, because of your, uh, the wealth you have, the abundance of choice you have, but also you have this strong moral compass. You're not trying to sleep with a bunch of women. You, you, I could. You, you want to like commit I said yourself earlier, to one. I feel weird saying that. I, I don't think I ever said that really, that my dick actually won't work. <laughs> take Viagra. I'm like, dude, I'd take Cialis before a workout. It doesn't make my dick hard. I get more veins. You get a big pump. Yeah, you big get a bump. pump. So what do you look for when you're, like what are the biggest, we call them green flags. What do you look for in a girl that, that you'd be considering oh, committing even, to. I'm probably looking the wrong places. <laughs> but I, I have to be initially attracted to them. Okay, the looks. Yeah, I have to be initially attracted. But then what else? What's that some I don't want her to use, I don't want her to be still drinking and doing drugs and stuff. So sober. Yeah, but she doesn't have to be. I could try to help her get there. Okay. And for you, does sober mean like drinks in moderation is not a vice? I want her to want a family. I want her to only want one partner. I want loyalty and I want her to um, to be beautiful and to upkeep and to work out and take care of herself. Okay, so the looks... Because I know even if the person looks good, yeah. if they don't actively work to make themselves look better and feel better, they'll operate from a low frequency and have a, a low opinion of oneself. Okay, so you think... So even if someone's beautiful, yep. if they don't do the steps, if they don't put in the work, which is... The only true depiction of self-love is self-investment. Mm. So if they don't invest in themselves and their beauty then they won't, there's no outcome. They didn't earn it. And if they didn't earn it, then they'll still see themselves as ugly. Hence why a lot of the girls will get a lot of surgery and feel like shit. I think they're still beautiful. And I see like the surgeries and I see a beautiful face and I see all that. I don't care. People are like, surgery's not hard work. Fuck yeah, all that shit's a plan and hard work and a vision. And, and the, the whole thing is, is like, I had to plan to get my tattoos. These are an enhancement. I look better with them. You know, everything I did, I enhanced myself with. 
women doing it that way, I don't, I, I have no qualms about it if it makes her feel good, but she's not going to feel good off just that. She's going to have to eat better, train, work out, train, and focus on her internal state. She has to go to the gym knowing that she is very negative and all humans, all humans, natural state is negative. We start off negative and we have to earn that positive state. So she starts off negative in some way and she's going to have to go earn it. So she brings the highest frequency, best self to everybody she cares about. Okay. There's a lot of guys. I think it's a really common thing right now for, I mean, it's not successful guys, guys in the comments to be hating on girls because they have work done. Oh, they, those guys can't get those girls though. Well, I, I would agree. I was, yeah. they're like almost like trying to reject them in their mind because they know they'd be Yeah, rejected. you got a BBL. I don't even like that <laughs> shit. But you see, you can see these things from a positive light. Check, check the dude's fucking search history. It's just fat ass this fucking That's, that's what they're fapping to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you also see it as a positive because it shows like a sense of uh, well, the whole thing pride is, yeah, and self-improvement. Well, you're, you're like, I mean, the way you view, the, like the way you view me is a, is a, is you know, the way you view the world is a confession of character. Mm. Like, you're, you're fucking, it's, I, I, I can't, I have a great way I always say it, but the whole point is, is like, the world is not as it is, the world is as you are. So someone who's like rejecting people like that off something like that, that's what they experience within themselves, you know. Your perception of me is a reflection of you. There's someone who's dealing with a lot of internal rejection. Yeah, well, just the only way out is in. So, I mean, you, you have to, like, unmake all the problems inside you. But, I mean, your perception of me is a, is, is a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. And my reaction to you is the awareness in me. So, if, if I react to someone who's projecting onto me, that just shows that I'm not aware that people don't, people who don't reflect project. They don't know themselves well enough. They don't see how transparent they are. We're like, dumbass. <laughs> we know you can't get that chick and you're bitter about it. So, you're lashing out at her. You may not be aware enough to know that, but we all see it, and you look like a fucking idiot. And they're just like, no, I don't want it. I bet, bro, you can't <laughs> get it. I like to tell people, if if it's not an option for you, you have no opinion. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So this is these are people operating on that level 20 guilt and shame, most likely. Yeah, yeah. They're just sitting there. They're, you know, they're not in a stage of self. They're not in a process of personal development. They don't try to optimize self. They don't even think about it. Like those are the most ego-filled people. The people with the biggest ego don't work on themselves. The people with the biggest ego don't post on social media. The people with the biggest ego hold all their information to themselves. Like the people who are outward like us, we have the small, we have the least ego. Like we're like, I'll put myself out there. It's like, okay. People are going to like us. People are going to hate us. People are yeah, gonna, yeah. We'll be scrutinized, but yeah. I want to help people more than I want to protect my ego. The ego is like basically there's no true the ego the egoic mind protects you from shame and embarrassment. It used to protect you from danger. But there's no physical danger anymore. Mm. So it's just protecting you from shame and embarrassment. And yeah. that's what the ego does now. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. So for you, I understand the things that are important to you in a woman. BBL, fake tits, <laughs> uh, small waist. She's in. Pretty face. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Lo- loyal and um, and doesn't uh, wants a family. Okay, so yeah. long term you see yourself committed to one girl, having a family, a living BBL happily ever after. And of course, no, she needs the BBL. That's yeah, a, I know, that's before she's considered. Yeah, I, 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 dude, I can't <laughs> fuck with a flat ass. I can't do it. I, I don't have one. Well, it's tough when you go to the gym all the time the to work is, on your own I, physique. I am like... 
I take certain high quality of photos where my chick could be like, this is my dude. Yep. And they'd be like, fuck, he's good looking. And they'd be like, and he's rich. Fuck. And he wants a family and he's loyal. Okay, then. Now we're talking. What do you not bring into the what table? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I need someone who brings, uh, is, I call it ripped rich rare. That's like one of my things I say. Yeah. I need someone who brings it all to the table. Because if not, I'd rather be alone. I'm going to have to work on you so much it's going to take away from me. And when you find that person, there's going to be no hesitations to commit to start a family. I got married the first time in 48 hours, and that was a mistake. <laughs> but it was a good one. It, was, it taught yeah. me a lot. Then my next relationship, I was like actually coming out of uh, being married, and, and we just got together real quick, too. Like If I'm initially attracted to someone, I'll go through hell with them. Hmm. I'll fight through their pain with them. I'll grow with them. I won't just be like, oh, what? You don't have every perfect box check? Get the fuck out of here. But I've already bought fake asses and fake tits and teeth so many times mm. that I don't want to fucking have to do that shit no more. Yeah, yeah. No, but you guys think it's all superficial, <laughs> but the whole thing is I love saying that shit because I, like I like to bother people. Yeah, yeah. I really like to piss them we off. We just got extra few hundred comments, so I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I love that. it. Yeah, love yeah. It. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, let's, let's talk about money a little bit. because you're, We love money. You're around $2 million a month now. Yeah, I did 2.6 last month. Which is wild. Yeah, people want the six. Yeah. People people, people take the point six and be at the club. <laughs> yeah. It, it, something that's interesting. My flight tomorrow costs forty six thousand. You know? Yeah. I won't fly the, private. Yeah, thing. I won't fly the small private plane. Yeah, yeah. People get on this stupid ass private plane and the seats like tan. Yeah. And the hardware's gold. Yeah. And the, the cabinets are oak. I'm like, bro, th burn that picture. <laughs> There's a trench down the middle. Yeah, yeah. They have to shimmy the trench. Yeah. I only fly Challengers or above. People oh. are like, I even saw Yo Gotti the other day say he doesn't have money to fly private. He's like, I, I can't, ex like saying he can't justify that expense. Yeah. Oh my, I have to do everything at the highest level. I'd rather die. So that that's sets you apart from most people out there with money that have a following. They're more about, you know, only investing, depreciating assets. Yeah, scarcity. Uh, okay, that, but yeah. That's massive scarcity if you have to make right moves with your money all day. I believe in, I literally believe in fucking spending shitloads of money to like move forward quicker to like help everybody around you. Bought the car, that guy got paid too. My boy who runs the jet company, hell yeah, he gets paid through me too. I make sure everyone gets paid, you know? Like you're not making sure everyone gets paid by you just doing perfect investments. You're making sure you do but I make sure everyone around me is winning. So when you're spending money, part of it is other people are making money. Yeah. Is part of, is there some, because it seems like maybe there's also some psychological benefit you think to spending a lot of money. Oh, I, I bet on myself. I'm the best. So even if you're buying Dude, if a anyone car. Dude, if or, anyone deserves to fly private, it's me. Okay. If anyone deserves, should be driving around a Phantom as their daily driver, driving it yes. as their daily car, it's me. Like- but what, oh, but what does oh, that do to you internally? Like, how, how does it, that help you make even more money or help because more people? Because the, the, the three traits of hyper-successful people, one, they think they're better than everyone. Mm. They most won't say that. Michael Jordan doesn't go into the game going, I'm definitely going to be third today in this game. He's like, I'm motherfucking Michael Jordan, you stupid bitch. Yeah. I'm going to fucking crush all you fucking peons. Yeah. yeah, so number one rule is you think you're better than everyone. Number two is that you're never satisfied. Number three is that you have impulse control. The height of those will determine someone's success. Okay, so believe you're the best. Impulse control. We call. It. We talked a lot and about never that. Never satisfied. Never satisfied. 
Uh, impulse control is the one that maybe. So Grover talks about it being the never satisfied as being a cleaner. Okay. There is no bar. Yes. The second they hit their goal, they just they always knock the bar away. There is no bar. So the bar is just like one point five x what I'm doing now. Oh, it dude, just keeps I, I'm a cleaner because I don't make a bar. Yeah. I make an individual. Uh-huh. So I make an individual who has a certain set of character. That set of character, that set of habits, he'll never miss from. So it, we don't know where he can go. He why set a bar? That bar would be a limit. I want to make five million a month. I'll slow down at 4.2 because I'm almost at five. I have zero goal. My only goal is to be the best man I can be today. And if I'm the best at what I do, well, then I should be the top of everything. Okay. Now, impulse control. I mean, I can see how you're- Discipline, impulse you're, control habits. Yeah, I can see you're very sexually disciplined. You say you've been with five women despite- well, I didn't have sex for 10 years in prison. Yes, so yes. since prison. Yeah, basically. But, but how else do you exercise that? Because some people look and be like, impulse control, well, want, dropping wanna, the rolls want, around with the yeah, two mansions. Yeah, but that's only in their deficit. Okay. So the place that they're weak in, they would say, I, don't, I have lack of impulse control. But the place that everybody's weak in, I'm the most disciplined. Who the fuck would get up at 2.45 every morning for 16 years? What time do you go to bed? It doesn't even matter. I'll go to bed at 12 and get up at 2.45. Really? It only matters that I get up at 2.45. When do you normally go to bed? At 10.30, 10. So you're like four or five hours of sleep Don't a night. Don't need more than that. I'm fucking not even human. Like these <laughs> motherfuckers think they're all human right. and follow rules of humans. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I, I'm like, oh, so that's what you guys do? I'm going to do more. Okay. Like, so that's what you guys, that's what you guys call what you need? I don't need that. Yeah. And you, you haven't seen any long-term detriments. Because there's a lot of studies on sleep quality that it helps in the hormonal Who's the guy who did the study? That, like, show me the picture of him. <laughs> okay. The guy who did the study. Let's check him out. And then we'll put my picture next to him. Okay. And we'll see who's winning. Then we see who you should listen to. Yeah, but you know, you're not here. <clears throat> excuse me. You're not here with like dark bags under your eyes oh, or anything. Oh, no, I'm crushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, it's all belief system. Yeah. Everything, you need exactly what you believe you need. And they set all those standards to hold you down. You have to sleep eight hours a day. They don't want you knowing that you could kill it off four and have an, an extra four hours a day to fucking just capitalize on the world. They're like, dude, they, everything they tell you in mass to do is you should probably do the fucking opposite. Okay. Now I'm curious to... So how could you? How could everyone believe like all this societal shit? Like, oh, they're fucking us. They're holding us down. And then be like, I'm going to follow the food pyramid. <laughs> Who the fuck you think made that, motherfucker? They're coming at us from every angle. Smart motherfuckers. I'm curious to uh, to get your advice on my situation. You work with a lot of like super hyper successful people, I'd say. Like yeah. Yados, we had him on the pod yeah, yesterday. I, mean, I work with Garrett White. I work with Dan Martell. Mm-hmm. I work with T- uh, Todd Herman. I mean, Todd Herman was Kobe's coach. Yep. So was Tim Grover. Yep. I mean, like uh, Garrett White was one of the top coaches fucking making money for years. Um, Dan Martell is one of the top business coaches. I work with Sean Lennon. I work with fuck Eric Spofford, my boy. I work with so many top people, I couldn't even name it right now. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive as I think most people with online coaching businesses, they're working with you know average dudes. And that's not to take away from them. I average dudes, because, too. You know, I course. love my average dudes. Of course, but there's obviously some... Uh... I brought one of my guys, he's a firefighter. He paid for the $7,500 program yep. where I tell him everything to post, everything to charge, everything to do to build an online program. Started with seventy five hundred bucks. He paid me for three months. Now he makes three hundred thousand a month. About twelve months later, sixteen months later. Wild. That's wild. Yeah, and he was a firefighter making fourteen thousand a month. Now he makes three hundred thousand a month. He bought a mansion by my mansion in California. Damn. And people were like, "Well, when is this ever going to happen again? Where someone makes so much they buy a mansion by you? Like no one's living like us. How the fuck can you make us believe we could have your life?" I'm like, "He does have my life. He lives on my street now." 
and he was a firefighter. We all watched him make his first sale, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah. Then now again, Jagos moves from uh, Jados moves from Vegas yep. to Miami and has three Lambos, a Rolls Royce, and lives by me in the islands. Yep. I mean, I'll keep doing it. If, if you guys want to see it, I'll just keep doing it. I'll keep making monsters. You're no different. Confucius said, like, like, nothing separates a man but his habits. We're all no different but our habits. If you adopt my habits, my blueprint, my system, you can have a life like mine. You just got to not believe it's not possible. Okay, so I'm curious. And I know we, this is not, like, a fair... It's in a nutshell, right? Where it's this compact, but I'm curious for your like what some your initial advice would be for myself because people who watch well, you, the channel. First off, you need a, a like a, a high ticket program and a mid ticket. Okay. So working one on one with you for X amount of dollars, working in a group with you with, for X amount of dollars, and okay. now you put out content that is everything, yes. the array of everything you yes. know, and they're like, dude, teach me what you know about relationships. I'm struggling. I'm going through some shit. Okay, well. Here's the one-on-one -on -one program. Here's a group. Which one can you is best for you? Well, I can afford the one-on-one. -on -one. Let's do it. I really need your help. And that's, you know, 3000 to 20000 a year. Okay. And you're clocking sales every day. I've already sold 60000 in sales today. So we do have a mid-ticket program, that's, but that's basically mid-ticket. That's, uh, that's around 3K for 12 weeks. That's a group See, program. See, what people do wrong is they, yeah. they, they're... Their mid ticket is in the middle. Yeah. You want your high ticket to be higher than your mid. You want your low ticket to be lower than your mid so you can get everybody in. Okay. I also have, we also have a clothing brand, a supplement brand, and a fitness app, which kind of runs itself. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a, an app like that with 17,000 people at 47 a month. Yeah. Ours, ours is 15 a month. I don't know the number of active subscriptions right now, but that's it's a cash cow. Obviously, those are nice. Yeah, I do like 800,000 off that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably similar. You're saying a year, 800,000 or a month? A month. Okay. Well, no, so you're doing more than me because I'm probably around a million a year with that. Yeah, yeah. This one's uh, yeah. 47 a month with 17,000 people. Okay. So would you... Your main advice then would be to restructure the, the, the coaching type of program. Yeah, main advice would be go towards more high ticket. You've actually built a brand, so teaching branding teaching branding of people how to build their social media, do all this stuff. You guys, we're making millions and millions a month. And um, I charge you 3000 a month to work with me. 7500 for three months to learn exactly what I did. If you want to be in my position, you need to shut the fuck up. Don't come in talking about click funnels and landing pages and ads and shit. Just shut your fucking mouth. Say, Wes... This is what I want to do. Tell me how to do it. It will be so easy. It'll fuck your brain up. You will have made it so difficult that you'll realize that only some dipshit from prison who thinks very simple would have done it as simple as me. Mine is so simple. I've done every sale for my company. I guarantee there is a sale coming through right now. Watch. Like right now through text message, it's 11-11 and there's one... There's five leads coming through. I'll text this person back. It says, Azim Williams, muscle toning and weight loss is what he's after. I have a program for that. So that he'd go- Because I've he'd, built muscle and lost weight. He'd go low ticket. He, he could go high ticket. Okay. Sometimes baller people and CEOs want to work one-on-one -on, -one on their muscle toning and weight loss. They want to go, some people won't even buy a two, $300 program. Yep. They're like, dude, give me the 3000 I make 50 grand a day. Okay. Like when you make 50 grand a day, 100 grand a day, like I do, you assume everybody makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. When you don't make that much, you assume everyone doesn't make that much. That's the biggest mental shift. When you pay 46,000 for a damn flight, you don't care about charging someone 20,000 to work with you for a year. You're like, hey, pee on fuck. 
my six-hour flight costs as much as you get to work with me for a double, almost double and 50% more than what it costs for you to work with me for a year. I don't feel bad. Yes. I'm going to charge you more now since you said anything. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Okay. I turn away more people than I sign a day. Okay. Because they don't understand who the fuck they're talking to and what I've done. Someone will come in, a real estate guy, and he goes, um, and I'm like, I can teach you how to kill it, real estate coaching. I coach Albert Passadio in his real estate. He sent me a text the other day, and he's doing uh, right now. He runs Driven. He's a, he has a big page on Instagram and YouTube. Right now, he says, Wes, thank you so much. 20K days are now the norm. And he shows the screenshots. He shows a Zoom call with all his clients and how much he's made. So in the first six months, now I make him, you know, twenty to $30,000 a day extra. And then that builds his real estate, builds his social media, builds everything else he's doing. While may, I want to bring him an extra seven, eight million this year off of $12,500 one time. That's better than Bitcoin, real estate, and all the above. Everyone's like, Wes, you should invest in, in this. I'm like, you should invest in your personal brand. I make more than all you guys. Oh, you should invest in this. You should invest in your personal brand. I make more than all you guys. Interesting. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that more here, but I'd be, I'd be interested in me to talk with you offline. Dude, it's, about, so, about, it's so easy. It's I never laughable. Do, I never do the one-on-one high ticket, but we'll talk about that. And you, But you're someone who built a brand. Yes. It doesn't have to be one-on-one. It has to be one onboard call yeah. and then into a group call for okay. high ticket. Okay. But once you're killing it as much as we have, when you actually have a brand, yes. they can't do it. If they're teaching personal development, they have to still trade their time for the person to help the individual person. Yes. Once they build a brand off of that, they actually have some shit. Then they could teach branding. When they teach branding, now you're in, you have an, another million that you can make a month, but I make millions off the other stuff too. So like, I teach them how to make millions off making other people better and having those systems first. And then you could teach people how to go make money. Don't try to teach people how to make money online if you haven't fucking made money online. Don't try to teach people how to make a brand online if you haven't built a fucking brand. And if you haven't even dropped the weight, don't try to teach them how to fucking drop weight. If you did drop 20 pounds, you were fatter, and now you've dropped 20, you could teach them how to do that. If you dropped the drink, you could teach them how to do that. You're not a real estate coach if you haven't done... Eight figures in sales yearly for a while. I mean, if you haven't cracked your, if you're selling six figures in anything, you don't coach it yet. You have to sell seven, eight figures in something to get online and be a fucking coach, okay? You fucking assholes who haven't done it and act like you're going to teach someone to do something you haven't done because you're some hypothetical killer. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything out that you perfectly put. Uh, yeah. There was actually a video a few weeks ago of, uh, an ex porn star, Mia Khalifa, giving like wedding, giving marriage advice. Oh my god! I, I, I after having three failed yeah. marriages, same idea. Yeah, but I don't give relationship advice. <laughs> I'm not that good at it. I tell them what I did wrong. I yep. tell them what I want, and I tell them what I believe is wrong with the parties involved. But I'll never give direct relationship advice. Really, I mean, I don't think I failed those relationships. I think the other person failed because they all still wanted to be with me. I didn't want to be with them. Fair. All right. Now let's talk about because. Uh, financial, let's say scarcity. I'm someone who, because I, I, I don't know, I slowly leveled up, and I'm around this for a year. I'm around maybe half a mil a month between the different it's businesses. Lovely, bro. Uh, half, dude, fifty thousand a month is life changing. Yeah. Half million a month, you can fucking do anything. Yes, um, well, no, it's, it's been great, but I still kind of have this fear of going broke that I've always thought of as a good thing because. It, Lights of fire under my ass is to work harder each month. Or I try and frame it as like a good anxiety. But I believe in abundance. I believe it's coming. Like the people, I don't even care if it does or not. People are like, 
with the man I've created, it doesn't matter. Like, if I lost everything today, I'd get it back tomorrow. I'm like, oh, you need it back? Oh, bitch. I don't even need it back. Okay. I don't need anything. Mm -hmm. I just need to be a great man each day. And a great man serves other people. If I serve other people at a high level with how valuable I am, I'll be rich. So the advice is just kind of get, stay lost in the day-to-day. -day. Stay lost in the moment. Don't If you're constructing a perfect future, then you're actually selling short of what has never been done. Like I tell people, I'm like, go buy rolls. Go buy more. Go make a more of a lifestyle that you want. Show more of your lifestyle than you place in ads. You're like, no, I got to run these ads to sell my program. I'm like, I want to see more of your life. I want to see what's in your fridge. I want to see like a reality show on your page with like 20% sales and commercials. I want 80% fucking you and your life and, and your girl and, and your guys' cars and, and what you're doing and where you're going and what, what the fuck you eat. And I, I want to watch all that. I want to watch a reality show. So you think that, let's call it a level of flexing you think is important to show. Oh, you need to flex. I like. How come? I love flexing. No, I, I know you do. Yeah, it's the best. But, but how come you have think you, it's so important? Have you ever walked out of the gym and there's like a hot chick walking behind you and you go open the door to your $1.3 million car that she was standing in front of taking some... It makes you feel real fucking good because you were there every day for every dollar. The only people who don't feel good about flexing are the people who like didn't create the money. Like, I've never met a self-made person who didn't want to flex. Mm. Like, those people who don't want to flex, if you dug deep enough, daddy gave them the investment money. Okay. Or mommy and daddy are helping them. Mommy and daddy are the ones telling them not to flex. No self-made fucking, and no one's self-made. Don't get his right. Mm. We all get help from a lot of people, so I don't want you to misconstrue that. But anyone who really worked and grinded for every dollar doesn't have a problem showing their shit. And if they do, they're around the wrong influences. Because in all reality, like, dude, the the younger me, the, the kid down the street doesn't care that you're flexing. The kid down the street's like, mom, Lambo. Yep. That's all of us. Yeah. But we learned all this weird shit. It's, dude, average inspires nobody. Driving up in your average car is very selfish. If you're worth hundreds of millions. I don't want anyone to talk to me. I don't want anyone to ask me about my car or how I did it. Wes Watson pulls up in his flashy-ass shit. He's got time for you. You're going to be like, how'd you do it? You're going to be like, who? And they're going to be like, what do you mean? I'm like, when you build the best you, you'll drive the best car. So it's and another way to coach, another way to inspire. Dude, you care about giving people advice and helping mm. them. The guy, who, who is, the guy who dresses nonchalantly, he shops at Kohl's. He wears a shitty watch. He doesn't drive a flashy car. He is the most selfish person. He just wants to make more money. He wants to expand his shit, and he does not want to give you a fucking second. If you come ask him about his money, he'd probably call the fucking cops on you. Mm -hmm. That's how little he gives a fuck about you, not me. I'm like, come over. I'll tell all you guys. Yeah, so you think it's coming from a, a selfish type of place. They're selfish as fuck. They're trying to hide all of the stuff yeah, they're hiding. for me to know. They don't want you to live a better life. But they're not enjoying it either. Yeah, because they haven't transcended self. The only way you'll enjoy it once you've actually got it all, the only way you enjoy it is to teach others how to get it. Mm. If you want to keep something in this life, you have to give it away. They're not giving it away. So they don't even keep the enjoyment from it. Mm. They may have this stuff, but stuff doesn't do it. I remember when I bought this watch, I was like, oh, I got a Richard Mill. Like, I need one. I need one. And I bought it. It's 300000 And um, I don't give a fuck now. Now I have two of them. The other one's five hundred. All right. So you moved to Miami five months ago. Miami's a movie. We fucking love Miami. And... You're in 
a mansion in the Miami Islands. Yeah, first I had the penthouse at the other SLS. So right now we're at the SLS Lux. I had a penthouse at the SLS Brickle. It was like 26500 a month, but I couldn't deal with the elevator. I'm like, fuck this. I liked the place. It was a good layout. It was cool. I had a good view. But then I was like, I tried to get a spot in a thousand museum. And it was a penthouse and thousand museum. Is that in Brickle also? Yeah, it's a really nice building. It was yeah. eighty thousand a month for a penthouse. Ten thousand square foot immaculate dream penthouse, eighty thousand a month. People are like, eighty thousand a month. I'm like, dude, I make that daily. So like <laughs> chill out. Do you rent make your rent daily? Mm -hmm. Most people don't. Or their mortgage daily. Most don't. So they're living out of their means, not me. Is is that the uh is that the metric for you? If I, if I make the rent daily, then I'm good? I just, I don't give a fuck. Okay, I don't okay, even okay. care. I'm going to live, I'm going to live like a movie life. Like, I don't even give a fuck if I go broke. Okay. So it's, you, it's not going to, it's, people who have fear of going broke have an ego issue. Like, they're like, everyone's going to see me lose. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it'd be a crazy story, I guess, if you were to go to broke, To lose right? and do it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I literally, if I went broke, I would still be happy. Like, dude... People are like people who have a lot of money. They're like, I had a lot of money and it didn't, it didn't make me happy. I'm like, yeah, because you were still there. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, you had a bunch of money, but you were still there. You're a fucking idiot. I'm like, you suck at being you. They're like, how could you say that? I suck at being me. You never heard your word to yourself. You never hold your word to yourself, ever. Like, you, nothing that you want to do do you hold your word on except the money and the stuff. So yeah, you suck at being you. Mm. And they're like, that's fucked up. I'm like, no, I'm really good at being me. So no matter where the fuck I am, I feel great. No matter what stuff I have. And you feel great in Miami. Oh yeah, Miami's beautiful. So would you... Stuff only amplifies it if you're, if you're good with you. Okay. And you're before that Southern California, right? San Diego, yeah. San Diego. And that was your whole life, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now do you, like, how do you compare the two? Miami people are less judgmental towards success. They're like, oh, nice watch. Oh, that's a dope bag. Oh, you're fit. Where do you work out? They're like, there's high energy here towards, they're positive towards uh, success here. California is more frugal, like liberals or people who are like, you really should put that in investment property. I'm like, so I can end up like you? And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't want to be like you. I like to live the way I live. Like, I like to have nice shit. I like to have, buy shit. I don't want to wait till I'm 75 because I have so many cash flow assets to buy my first Rolls Royce. I don't want to be that. That's fucking lame. Okay. I, want to, I want to have 10 Rolls Royces now, motherfucker. So, they're, like, they're like, you're going to go broke. I'm like, well, we'll see, right? Yep. And if you're right, oh, well, it's not going to bother me. Yep. And if you're wrong, oh, well, it's not going to bother me. So you don't let the money define you. Um, no. But yeah. And also, well, do you have any, do you, do you make any investments at all in the cash flow and I, assets? I, I have like uh, stock in Brett, like Blackstone. So okay. Blackstone is the biggest real estate holder. Yeah. And I own so like buy stock millions is. and millions of Blackstone in their, their, um, their high yielding uh, portfolio where it was 29% on hard cash at the height. Okay. But it guarantees 10%. But they give like right now like eighteen. Okay. So when I have ten million and they're at twenty nine percent, I'm making more than these people on their house flips. You know? And you're not having to go through the transaction. I don't have the time bullshit. to like do all that. To shit. select the right property, I don't have hire the, the management company. I do this. Okay. So no, I think that I think that's a, another good maybe hack you could say for people who want to invest in real estate, but doesn't seem uh, maybe feasible. I let the pros, the, yeah. the top 
people in the world who own real estate is Blackstone. And is there, is there a minimum to get into that? Or can anyone if Those someone invest like, a thousand, a, that's 10, a seven figure fund. Okay. Okay. The B R E I T. But people can probably find ones, right? Where yeah, they, 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 can, they can throw 10,000. Yeah. Or something. yeah. Right. I think it starts at 20 or 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And those are still Blackstone or not? Yeah. Blackstone. Okay. Good investment tip from, oh, from Wes. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, I mean, I didn't even want to do that. Like yeah. my guys like, bro, like you keep building your SEP IRAs to this. Like I can take your SEP IRA and like invest it into this and we'll do this with it. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, do you want to buy more of this? I'm like, oh yeah, just whenever this account goes above this, we'll take the extra and put it into that. I okay. Okay. So it's very simplified investing. I do everything very simple. Well, so even if the shit hit the fan, you you'd still have a lot, a lot of. Oh yeah. Uh, All my cars are paid for cash. Yeah, yep. My places are rented, so yes. I can just leave them whenever I want. Yep. The people who get in hot water are the people who tell everyone to buy all these investment properties, because <laughs> then their cash flow doesn't come in, and they're like, "Oh shit, I bought too many properties." Yeah, yeah. And they don't have like earned income. Why does everyone talk about these real estate guys? Don't we know the people who make the most money have big businesses? Like, they did real estate? Oh well, big businesses. Like, I think there's maybe a level of laziness because people are like, if I could, if income. I could just own a bunch of properties, yeah. then I'm I don't, have, to I do don't have to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to work. Yeah. Like, Business is what I do. I I've been selling drugs since I was 10. Like, I, I do sales. Yep. The top people on the planet make money selling shit. Yep. Like, dude, oh, like, do we talk about Jeff Bezos's real estate portfolio? No, we talk about how much he makes from fucking Amazon. Do we talk about Elon Musk's real estate portfolio? No, we talk about fucking Tesla and what he makes from his big ass businesses that dwarf anything real estate could do. Real estate's like a safe play for normal people. I'm not fucking normal. Like, am I going to buy a bunch of real estate? Yeah, but would I buy the houses I live in? No. Mm. If it has one door, if it has one door, lease it. If it has many doors, own it. Like, buy multifamily, buy that shit. Do like, you buy those as well? It's still just Blackstone. I still just buy Blackstone. Yeah, but yeah. my homie does a Section 8 course yep. where the houses are like 50 grand. And they bring back like 800 or 1500. Yep. Eric Spofford on Instagram. You should join his course. But I mean, he teaches you how to buy a $50,000 house and get like 800 a month off it. That, and when you have 400 of those, that could be dope. Yeah. You know, I'll do stuff like that later. Yeah. But right now I'm, I'm gaining like massive fucking distance on my brand. Like mm -hmm. I'm distancing myself from the pack by just murdering them and showing how much more I make than everyone. Well, also the money that you make from a business, you, yeah. Bezos, Elon, my businesses, some of it's also tied to like, this is value being provided for other people versus if he's owned a bunch of real estate, we could go back to the example of the guy who wants Selfish. to drive around yeah, the low well, key he, car. That's what they do. They don't realize that, Hey, in, in like the end of the day, like I'm living a life of purpose. Their purpose is money. The, yeah. The real estate is not changing lives. Well, I mean, maybe one person or a few people live there, but that's not, yeah. there's no scale to it. No, the, the whole thing behind it all is, is like, you need passive income and earned, earned income. Mm. During like COVID and these other times where money, where people crashed or real estate market crashes, the guys who just try to have passive income and don't have daily earned income, they will be the first motherfuckers asking you for a loan. The, the cash flow, and we're not talking about cash flow and assets, the cash flow from actual businesses provides a level of, I guess, security or just flexibility, right? That you can't really match. Yeah, I mean, my deposit. I got to sell four houses, but the market's down, the interest rates are up. My, my yeah. deposits every day are like, it'll be like 28, 13, 8, 11 from like, I have so many different uh, pay systems, merchant services, that I get like five different payments from all my different merchant services a day. They, yeah. To where it'll be like, boom, and it'll be like, 
Dude, I get fucked, dude. Just make six figures a day, bro. Wild, wild. Like, right. if, if I make 50,000 a day, I'm like, dude, I'm slack. <laughs> I literally make 46,000 a day in recurring payments a day. So I don't have to do anything to make 46,000 every fucking day. Yeah. Wow. And the app, I know the app contributes to that a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Every yeah. Every, every sale I've ever made to help someone. Yeah. yeah. And then the content I make keeps them on board. Yeah. I'm a preeminent figure in my area. Mm-hmm. Like, people want to be like, good at sales or like, so let me teach you how to close this guy. I'm like, dude, you either gave them so much value, they're already sold, or you're chasing people selling them. What the fuck? Like, I don't do any selling. I text message my, all my shit. Mm-hmm. I don't get on the phone and try to convince you. If someone's like, why are you the best for me to work with? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Okay. You must not know who you're talking to. Okay. Go do your research, you stupid piece of shit. And they'll be like, well, can you send me the link? I'm like, if you can't find the link, you ain't a client for me. You're too stupid. Well, like it creates less... I mean, look, people who are into sales would argue maybe you're leaving it on the table, but obviously it simplifies and the sales process. they always make less than me. <laughs> the guy who always says, man, get a sales team. Yeah. You'll kill it. You're leaving a lot on the table. I'm like, how much you make? They're like, 700000 a month. I said, maybe you should listen to me and shut the fuck up. I trump you, dumbass. So, And also all that energy and time is just going into... Uh, creating the content as well right so yeah you're, you're I, creating, I do the yeah. i do the front end sale yeah they're trying to their content is so inaccurately created for the sale yep. that they have to get someone on the phone to explain their process yeah my content is showing you every day exactly what i do so when you're ready you just tell me and we we buy it yep okay yeah. cool so I, I i'm doing the sale all day long every day in a different way it's a completely different framework. I mean, I kind of kind of defines you. Smartest framework. You no, know, but I feel like it kind of defines you. You're like, uh, you can't put you in a box. You kind of you yeah. kind of developed your own uh, thought I've never system checked in. for how you frame your Everything. life. You obviously have a unique past. Yeah. I don't know any other. The best part is, is the yeah. best part is is a closer guy yeah. who's like the best closer, but then his bitch is ugly. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! The only place you were supposed to close something better, and that's what you got. Well, I love her. No, you dude, come on, bro. That that's past the point. Yeah. Like she is too ugly to love. Fuck that. Yeah. People are like, Wes, you're an asshole. I'm like, I know when a dude is looking other places. Trust mm. me. And that motherfucker is. Yeah. Half these dudes who claim that shit, when I came to Miami, I see them liking chicks picks they shouldn't be liking. And I'm like, oh, this dumbass. Well, he just admitted it, right? I guess yeah, he publicly yeah. admitted it. Yeah. yeah. Every chick that I've ever been with, I really was in love with. Even yeah. Even if it wasn't the craziest attraction, like now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh, she wasn't as hot as like my new chick or something. Yeah. And I'm like, but I loved, I was really attracted to her because love is a verb. What you put into someone is how you feel about them. Love is a true verb. You have to pour into them to see that in them. That's why I can't have sex right off the bat. But at some point, like some of these dudes who try to give relationship advice, I'm like, bro, can you shut the fuck up? You look like an idiot. They're like, why? I'm like, you have a four. She acts differently than a 10. She has been in line forever. She's not trying to raise up. Like, mm-hmm. There's a big difference. A lot of these entrepreneurs have really ugly chicks. Yeah, and I it's see, horrible. I see. You see it a lot. You yeah. see it a lot. I'm like, Aren't, don't you have money? Like, yeah. where the fuck? I'm like, bro, I can... Even if they're oh, not giving dating advice, it's still like you're you're trying to give advice, advice on something, yeah, right? You're giving and like, advice. And how can you really? Yeah. It's 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 almost the same as like you're just really out of shape. Yeah, but no, it's the same thing. The same idea. You're saying you're a closer and your chick's ugly. There's no pride in one area the of your life. Fuck. Yeah. Um. 
I, I, I feel like I'm starting to understand your whole ecosystem a little bit better. Like my be, shit's just all real. Like. But it's also you you really focusing only on the girl here, the girl not the girl here, the girl there. You know, not not just trying to sleep around a lot. It's also kind of simplifying your overall life. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I would if even if the hottest chick ever came yeah. into my life. Yeah. And she started to like destroy the peace at my home. I would say, get the fuck out of my door right yeah. now. I wouldn't even give a fuck. Like, That's to- your goal at the end of the day. Your number one goal yeah. above the money, it sounds like, above the women, above even I wanna the content. Have dope, I want to have dope ass kids, yo. Okay. So is it the kid, but your inner peace still sounds like the My the, inner the peace is goal. the top yeah. because I won't be a good dad. I won't be good for anyone if I don't uh-huh. have inner peace. Yeah. No one should want to destroy someone else's inner peace. Uh-huh. And the way I teach people, how they're destroying their their peace and everyone around them's day to day is I minimize their problems. They're like, my car got towed. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Who died and who's going to prison for life? Yeah. So you're gonna freak out because your car got towed. No, there's problems and there's problems. There's right? problems, there's real problems. Yeah, yeah. When you're successful like me, I'm like, they're like, my car got towed. Do you want to buy another one? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, well, that's why we have 17 cars. Yeah. So your car got towed. Just leave it there. Yeah. Hey, sell it. Let's yeah. get you a better one. Uh-huh. Now it turned into a good day. Dude, one time I got a flat tire in my Rolls Royce Cullinan. It. it had 7,000 miles on it. I was driving and it just went boom and I got a flat tire. And I was doing a, a story post on Instagram. I'm like, I'll have a new car in 24 hours. Yeah. So I'm like, Wes, it just got a flat tire. I said, it's done. The thing's done. <laughs> Did you sell it? It's dead to me. Yeah, I had to pick it up and I got a new one in 24 hours. A new Cullinan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This one was like 400. It wasn't a black badge. And uh, it was already on the way out. So that one, I just <laughs> I just dumped it. And I got a matte black, uh, factory matte black, black badge Cullinan that I've only put 500 miles on. It's a 2023. And it's in my house in San Diego. And I, I don't even drive any of them. I have SF90 there. I have a wide body Urus. I have a Huracan. I have a G squared. I have a Wraith. I don't even fucking a Maybach. I don't even. I don't even fucking McLaren. I've had every car, and I don't give a fuck about any of them. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's like I need to have all that shit because I'm better than you. Mm. Let's go back to the hyper performance, hyper success traits of high level people. They're better than you. I can't not be better than everyone. I have to be. That's what I owe them. Everybody who comes in my vicinity has to be like, damn, I like that. Damn, I like that. Damn, I want that. I want that. I want that. I have to have the most inner peace, the most money. I have to be in the best shape, all these things. I'm not all those. Someone beats me in all those. Yep. But that's what gives me something to do each day is I have to become the ba- best. This is back to the phone call with your mom, right? This is, back this to is, the shit. This yeah. is the challenge. The competition. The, the, the challenge. challenge with, yeah. The challenge within. Yeah. So you that that's part of what keeps you going is knowing someone's got more cars or more money. Or, yeah, well, I have to be the best so that I'm, I'm the most... Um, I'm the I'm the highest level, the highest advocate of this message, this message of self-actualization for others, you know, because I don't care. It doesn't like to, does it really, I bought a Rolls Royce last two, last month, a Ghost 2023, and I bought a Brabus 2023 G-Wagon at the same time, both of them in the same two or three days. And uh, um, I still haven't put a tank of gas in either of them because mm. I don't drive them. I haven't even filled up the gas tank. Most people are like, my new car, look at it. I'm like, I haven't even fucking drove it. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, why do you buy that shit? I'm like, because I have to. 
And I, why do you have to? I'm like, I have to show everyone what's possible. Five years out of prison. That it's possible to make all your fucking dreams come true. And here your stupid dad is, who you think's all humble. He's got tits. And he's got this huge real estate portfolio. And he's like, you know, honey, uh, you, you got to fucking, uh, you got to live your dreams. And he's sitting there with a shot out body, a real estate portfolio, driving a shit bucket, not admired by his daughter or his wife. And he doesn't realize how far away he is from what the fuck he's saying. I think we're going to end it on that, bro. Yeah. I, I, I said, if we do anything else, we're going to ruin it, man. Let's do this. Wes, shit. Yeah. pleasure having you on. Obviously, I'm going to link the IG and the YouTube below. Anything else you want to mention? I mean, you guys, if there's one thing I need you guys to do, it's what at 4 a.m. one morning on my prison rack, I was writing a quote. And I said, oh, that's what our life's purpose is. That's what our life's purpose is. To create the individual we admire and give that person to the world. Don't listen to anybody else around you. Don't even listen to me. Don't even fucking listen to me. Create the person you fully, truly admire, no matter what work needs to be done. Because the work is insignificant as long as we really are producing the individual we admire. Create the individual you admire. Give that person to the world and your life will change. Done. Yeah. Yeah, dog.